Hello, my friends, and welcome to Project Relationship U. My name is Adina Barlow, and I'm a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so you can have a wonderful relationship with some everybody else. Today, we'll talk about self-trust. Self-trust, in a nutshell, is having your own back no matter what. It is bringing curiosity instead of judgment. It's looking at your actions and recognizing that everything you do is for a reason. There is, There was a need that you were trying to fulfill based on some feelings that you had that alerted you to those needs. And your actions was simply a strategy to try and meet those needs. And so when you see yourself through this perspective, it's recognizing and acknowledging your humanity, your shared humanity, just like everybody else who also has feelings and needs and strategies to meet those needs. Nobody is good or bad. And your actions aren't even good or bad. They're, they're simply effective for meeting your needs and, and the needs of others, which is also part of your needs, right? Because interdependence and connection and contribution is a need that you have, I'm guessing. So meeting other people's needs also meets your needs. And you as a human are wired to do what it takes to meet your needs. Now, the strategies that we come up with to meet our needs often don't work. <laughs> and that's, that's both the, the challenge and the opportunity. It's the challenge when you think you have to get it right, the right answer. And this really comes from a culture that stems from religious backgrounds and organizations like schools that train people to get the right answer, that there is a right way to be, which, which somebody else dictates to you, and then it's your job to mold yourself to fit that right way of being. It's just like in the, the government systems, we create these systems that everybody is supposed to just fit into. And when the system doesn't work, we actually blame the people often, or we blame ourselves. And instead, if we can look more logically without judgment and bring curiosity to the results, to what's actually going on, we can mold the system to fit the needs of the humans. And so as you bring curiosity and understanding and, well, as you bring curiosity to yourself and your actions, you will much more easily be able to understand what you need and what you're feeling and why you did why you took the action that you did the other thing is when when you're beating yourself up 
when you're in judgment, blame, and shame, or when you're punishing yourself, your brain is actually less efficient because it goes into fight or flight mode because it doesn't feel safe, nor should it. Because judgment, blame, shame, punishment, those are all about rejection. And to our primal brains, rejection means death. So rejection and pain, when we bring that to a thing we're trying to learn or something we're trying new, like making a discovery or doing something we've never done before, when we bring all that pain to it, we take our brains out of the prefrontal cortex, which is the long-term planning, it's the logic, it's the linear thinking, and we put it into the, the amygdala, which is fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And so your brain is actually less efficient at finding solutions and solving your problems when you get upset at yourself for making a mistake. And then you're much less likely to want to take risks and potentially make another mistake because we are hardwired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So let's bring this back to self-trust. Again, self-trust is when you have your own back no matter what. When you have empathy and understanding for yourself and look for the needs that you're trying to meet instead of judging yourself or thinking you have to be perfect to earn love or to hustle for belonging. So when you have your own back, you are safer, you're safe enough to take risks and try new things. And so you are the one who's going to be with you the rest of your life, no matter what. Other people may also be with you, but they may not. They may die, they, their life may change, y'all may split apart, whatever. So trust from other people is important, but self-trust is the one that's critical because you're always with you. And when you've always got your back, you're safer. And it creates space for you to receive other people's support. Because here's the interesting thing. When we reject ourselves, and we do that when we're in blame, shame, and judgment, when we reject ourselves, we are actually rejecting others as well, including their support, their love, and their trying to contribute to us. So, <laughs> self-trust, knowing that you love yourself no matter what, you accept yourself and you're willing to look at, look for your opportunities for improvement when you miss the mark in, in trying to meet your needs. You know, so it's not about being right. You don't have to be right. And in fact, the more you can get curious about your actions and the results, the more safe it is to be wrong. 
And so you can, you can look at other people's perspectives of you without immediately adopting them or judging yourself or saying like, oh, well, I must be right and they must be wrong. I'm a bad person. I'm not good enough, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's more of a, a curiosity and perspective. Like, oh, that's their perspective. Interesting. I wonder if that fits into my experience and my values. I wonder if that their strategy might meet my needs better. And from there, you can negotiate with other people more easily as well. So especially if you're trying to meet the needs of another person while meeting your own needs, which is important for the win-win scenarios, it's important to be curious about their feelings and needs and then co-create a strategy that might work. It might not, and that's okay. <laughs> totally fine because you've still got your back, even if it doesn't turn out. So if it doesn't work out, cool, try again. Negotiate, co-create another strategy with them and try again. And here's the fun thing. When you get out of the habit of shame, blame, and judgment, you help other people relax around you because then their shame, blame, and judgment isn't activated. And so they can be more relaxed and their nervous system can be more relaxed, which allows them to be in their prefrontal cortex, their logic mind. So this self-trust really has a big impact on not only you, but everybody you're in contact with, especially your close loved ones. So how do you develop and practice self-trust? First of all, interrupt the pattern of self-punishment, beating up on yourself, that voice that comes in and says something mean to you. My voice was, was always, you're stupid. Other people might have a voice that's like, nobody loves you, or how could you do that, or whatever. Whatever your, your negative self-talk voice is, interrupt it. You can do that by a physical interruption, like snapping your fingers, maybe by your ears, or tapping your chest, or um, slapping your leg, or, or even using um, a rubber band on your wrist. And it's not, not with the intention of punishing yourself, but just the intention of bringing quick attention to that knee-jerk reaction that you're so used to doing, that self-judgment. So interrupt that pattern and then think about your feelings. So feel your feelings. You can, you can research nonviolent communication um, feelings inventory to get a really good language for your feelings. So get familiar with your feelings so that you normalize them and understand them. Look for what needs your feelings are trying to point you towards. You can also look for the inventory of needs list on the nonviolent communication uh, website. So identify your feelings, look for the needs that they're pointing you to, and then think about the strategy you had, the actions that you took, and 
Look for opportunities for improvement. Find a different strategy and then create a plan of action to implement that strategy. Bring curiosity to it. It may work and it may not. You don't know until you try it. <laughs> That's the frustrating and fun thing. And then remember that you're human, not a robot. We are not meant to be perfect. This illusion of being good and perfect and right is, is more harmful than it is helpful. So I invite you to reject that notion that you have to get it right and you have to be perfect. No, we are humans. We're not, we're, we're like, imagine yourself like a tree. You don't tell a tree, like you have to grow a certain way. No, the tree is gonna grow the best way it can grow for its environment and its DNA. We don't get it, somebody else doesn't tell that tree how to grow. Same with humans. We respond to our environment and to like our internal and external environment the best way that we can. When we find new information, we do something better try, and we figure out what works for us. That's part of being human. But getting it right and being right in the first place, that is an illusion. So let that go. And this is going to help you, especially if you are trying to build your own business, if you are healing your own trauma and generational trauma, if you are stopping patterns of behavior that have been destructive to yourself or others, and or if you are trying to help create change in the world. There's a lot of systems we have that, that are old and outdated and not working for us now. And it takes all of us to change that. And when we bring the change into our own lives first, it's much more easy to act on the changes we want to see externally, outside of ourselves, in the world, in our community, in our cities. So self-trust is key. I hope this was helpful. Great job doing the work that you're doing to develop a loving relationship with yourself. It really makes a difference. You are a change maker. So am I. We're in this together. It's, it's an adventure. It's not always easy, but it's totally worth it. So great job. If you want my support, go to Adina Barlow at lifelongwellness.com. No, adinabarlow.com and find my offerings there. Also, click on the notifications tab or, or icon, whether you're listening to this on whatever platform for podcasts, so that you can get updates when I do new podcasts. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next time.